0: I know how we're gonna how we're gonna do this. Hi, welcome to seeing it all before the only podcast, <laughs> and that's it. We're the only podcast. Everyone should just listen to us because there's no other podcast. Get it?
1: So we're Atlantic City. We going?
0: Um, of course we are.
1: So. Remember when we were talking about this initial, initially, and we were like, "Dude, watch it be in Jersey," <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we nailed it, and we're still right. We
1: well, yeah. You were like, "Let's, you know, watch it be in Jersey." I was like, "There's no way they're gonna do it in Jersey," and they're doing it in Jersey. But it's cool. It's on the beach. I know. Like the direct, on the beach, beach the the stages are gonna literally be on the beach. on the beach. That's so cool. We don't even no shoes required. No shoes required. Maybe. I think I'm still going to wear shoes to warp Tour.
0: I think so, too. Ugh, we're going to see a lot of feet.
1: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Crowdsurfing, I mean, do getting a some sand feet, in the eye. You see a lot of feet on warp Tour anyway, whether it's the musicians or the
0: fans. Nice ones. I mean, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Come
1: on, that was All funny. All right, anyway. <laughs> so... Warp Tour this year, they're doing it a little bit different. We've talked about this in the past. So they're doing five dates this year, and it's like the 25th anniversary celebration thing. So their West Coast date is going to be Mountain View, California. That's going to be July 20th and 21st. June 8th, they're doing Cleveland, Ohio at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then June 29th and 30th, it's Atlantic City in New Jersey. It's kind of cool that they're doing it at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, though
0: i believe didn't they do that one oh no where they did, APMA's did they do that did
1: one year? apma's did the rock and roll hall of fame like yeah the first was that like, year we're
0: like the stage next to the swimming pool something no that that's
1: awesome. nev- that's um what las that? vegas bro oh was that yeah man
0: oh that's all disappointing that's what i thought no
1: this is at the like, so cool, actual museum the rock and roll hall of fame but it's weird so they were talking about like the three different warp tour dates i hope we get the good one
0: <laughs> so i know
1: all three lineups are going to be pretty different. Mm. Um the Ohio one is going to be smaller. It's only going to have one stage and it's only going to have about five bands. Okay.
0: That's kind of scary. I mean, I can't tell if I'm expecting big like five big bands or if I'm expecting five okay bands. So, you know, it-
1: yeah, I think in like standards there'll be five big bands, but in your standards there'll be like five bands I don't care about. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see how it works. And then Warp Tour did like a Q and A on their social media, and you know both days are gonna have different lineups. So like both Atlantic City days are gonna be two completely different lineups. They um, said so the Atlantic City and the West Coast dates, West Coast dates, are gonna be a little more similar to like okay. what we know about Warp Tour. Um, price is going to go up. We kind of called that though. They're thinking one twenty-five, one fifty range, which is still pretty like comparable.
0: It it's probably the cheaper festival around. Yeah,
1: the lineups aren't even totally booked yet, so they don't know about that. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. That means they're working. It's their not, but it's off. also
0: it's like a little.
1: No, I, I think it's just because they're trying to finalize everything. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Alright. That's if, if it was easy, these are bands we don't want to see.
0: That's true.
1: You know what I mean. That's true.
0: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Someone actually brought up that the Ohio ones like smaller, and like yeah, it's gonna be smaller. But those five bands are gonna be like pretty big names. They said last time they did an exhibit opening show at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they had Pennywise, Bad Religion, Bouncing Soul, and Paramore. Only two of those bands really matter to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Like maybe those are bigger bands, but you also have to also like I can't tell if this is broader, like broadening the audience or sort of like crushing it to a smaller specific crowd because like that crowd specifically i feel like paramore fans aren't really going there as much as they want to see paramore so i'm kind of curious as to how what those five are gonna be here's
1: what's gonna be here's the things what's gonna be different too it's gonna play out more like a regular festival so not everyone's gonna be on stage for only 30 minutes you know there might be some 45 minute things i can see Mm -hmm. Us getting, I can see Warped Tour getting like a Bring Me The Horizon, the way they're kind of talking about what this is going to look like and giving them yeah, like a full okay. set. Mm-hmm. They're going to go big. They have to go big. What they're doing now, they, you know, killed the tour life thing, and they're just, they're rebranding their festival. They've always been a festival, but they've been a touring festival. Now this is just a festival. This is just like comparable with rock on the range and bottle rock and all that it's like more exclusive yeah exactly so they're still kind of all over the place but at the same time they're not they're only in those three dates so they're not touring Mm -hmm. as much it's going to probably be a little bit of a bigger production because they don't have to tour it
0: i would expect maybe not i don't know Production wise, I can't tell what to expect on like the dates that kind of feel similar to like a Warped Tour. I, mean, I feel like those are going to be pretty standard, but you figure that day with like the five bands, I feel like that's going to be like a know. way bigger production. I
1: think, I think they'll, you know, they'll and, like they'll there'll be lights, there'll be fog, like nothing crazy. I'm mm-hmm. not thinking like fireworks, but I think
0: you're not talking like roller coaster in the venue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, it seems like it's turning out exactly how we thought it would. Mm-hmm. I'm still very curious about the lineup as of right now i do want to go
0: yeah exactly. me too i want it just for the sake of us knowing that we're going to be spending an entire day on the beach listening to music
1: yeah exactly i think that'd be super chill um i, I hope the lineup's good i think that's going to be a huge whether or not we go kind of thing mm-hmm. but regardless it might be fun just to go i think maybe the lineup will choose if we make a weekend out of it or if we do a day trip
0: yeah I, exactly I think that'll be the same We can drive that
1: in one day. That's a three hour drive for us. Literally. We can do it.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's not really anything crazy at all.
1: So it's no big deal. I'm really, really curious about how this plays out. So what they're saying right now is there's no future plans for warp tour after this.
0: Of course they're saying that. Of course, right? The thing is, if this goes well and they make a lot of money on it, then they're gonna be then yeah. That's gonna be rebranded. It's then they're gonna rebrand themselves and this is gonna be it.
1: And this goes back to the whole, they were always kind of careful of saying, yeah, this is the last cross-country tour. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, they never said it was gone forever. They said it would come back in different variations. So, this is the 25th anniversary show, which I remember the 20th anniversary tour like it was yesterday. (laughs) Um, I still have the graphic lanyard from that.
0: Do you really? Yeah.
1: Um, That's awesome. But regardless, they're... I guess they're playing it by ear. If this ends up going well, they'll do it again. Maybe in different cities. Maybe they'll do it. Maybe they'll do it in the same cities. Who knows? I'm kind of, mm-hmm. I'm kind of interested in what the next like version of Warp Tour looks like.
0: Yeah, I'm curious as to what this one is, but I, you're, I'm on the same page with you. I can't. I'm kind of curious as how they're going to implement something sort of different or sort of similar, you know, for the year after. If they yeah. do it, which I feel like they're going to. I feel like this is gonna make money one way or another. If they get the right bands, it's gonna make money.
1: Exactly. It's just about booking the right bands.
0: Exactly. I mean they already have our money just for the like of the location. Yeah. You know, you know and now they'll have even more of our money if they give us good bands. Exactly. <laughs> I, think,
1: I think it was smart doing it in Jersey just for the sense that it's kind of central east coast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like people from not super down south but the carolinas virginia they can drive up and we yeah. willing to drive down so
0: exactly you know so. if
1: it's if it's worth the weekend we stay the weekend if it's one day i don't mind driving the six hours in a day you know.
0: <laughs> can we play like a drinking game though like every time we see someone in birkenstocks we drink
1: <laughs> <laughs> then we won't be driving home <laughs> Or some kid on the beach in skinny jeans, yeah, right? <laughs> Dude,
0: you you're have on like the beach. One shot yeah. that day, That's it. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's so funny. It's gonna be interesting. I'm excited, nevertheless, though. Yeah. No, I it's really cool. Am.
1: I'm really looking forward to it. So I think it's gonna be fun to check out.
0: I feel like it's just gonna be feel like one big party. It's not even gonna feel like warped tour. It's gonna feel like one big party.
1: Dude, I can see that. I like. All right. Just off the bat, it's gonna be. I mean, they're having warp tours on the beach. We've never really experienced that, so I'm curious to see how it's going to work.
0: Yeah, it. I feel like it's less of a warp tour, and I don't. I don't want to say it's anything like Coachella because it's not. But I feel like it's going to have that same sort of like when you when you go to warp tour, you expect all these weird people. Yeah. And this warp tour, I can't imagine all those weird people wanting to go to the beach. Does that make sense? <laughs> Does that mean? I don't mean to be offensive, but it's like I feel like it's going to be a different variation of crowd. To some degree, I think especially pandemic, if they get these bigger bands, you're gonna have those kids that are like, This isn't that death metal band that only five people listen to. Where yeah, are but they? I mean, like,
1: if they book a Palais Royale, which is technically right now, unfortunately, considered a big book, at least for like a smaller band, yeah, you're that's still true. Gonna, that's get, a... you're gonna get the Palais Royale kids. Uh, not true, not to make people feel bad. I'm just, yeah, no, you know, yeah, it's not, you know it's not a bad you
0: are. Yeah um yeah, i know. feel like we've offended people but still it's i don't know i don't know what to expect crowd wise now either i yeah. this whole thing is just like one giant question mark
1: yeah I'm re- until I'm re-
0: we see the lineup this whole thing's a question mark
1: yeah it's it's new to me you know it's new for everyone no one's really done anything like this before i mean they have this is just like any other festival but i think warp tour is just held to a different standard
0: yeah we expect it to be we expect it to represent sort of a different a specific a different fan base and it's than something like, that like other rock festivals but represent
1: exactly it's kind of like when like with warp tour we hold them to a standard so it's like how are they going to grow up and be like a regular festival but also cons- like contain and keep that warp tour feeling to it that exactly. like homeness that you know a bunch of kids just kind of hanging out and liking the same musicness the metalcore bands hating on the pop punk kids <laughs> like <laughs> how do we keep all that and what i'm gonna miss the most is the warp toward drama you know mm. these bands are only gonna see each other for two days they're not gonna be able to like hate each other over the entire summer I know. you know we're not gonna get to hear baretooth calling out attila calling out senses fail calling out neck deep <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's true that's true unless we throw like ronnie rafke on the tour then
1: don't you, hate me, you know. man. Ronnie Radke didn't start no drama this summer. Ronnie Radke was a, a superstar this summer, man. He was on his best behavior.
0: <laughs> the thing is, you shouldn't say that about any human being. You shouldn't have to say, you know what? He's actually doing fine and being a good person. Let
1: me tell you, man. Out of nowhere, Ronnie Radke is just like, I don't know. He's a sweetheart.
0: just started going to church or something.
1: Nah, I think he just grew up. I think he realized the whole hate me act is kind of dying
0: yeah and that it's really lame and uncool
1: (laughs) he seems to be picking and choosing his battles a little bit more too like the last time i saw him have twitter beef with anyone it's because they straight up said he's a rapist and he's like don't don't say that and then that's gross and then yeah it's like come on and then page actually came in was like don't call yeah, like page like the wrestler was Mm -hmm. like don't say that to ronnie that's not cool and the chick's like oh well screw you who the hell are you and ronnie's like well, she's got a biopic starring The Rock and Vince Vaughn coming out real soon. So, <laughs> and he just did it really classily. I'm like, dude, props to Ronnie. Yeah. Like he didn't throw wow. a mic stand nothing.
0: <clears throat> he didn't throw a mic stand, but he threw some uh, wisdom and intelligence. I just finger pointed Matt, but no one saw that, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, moving on. Sure. Another news.
1: Another news. <laughs> Johnny Craig somehow got kicked out of his own band again.
0: We were all waiting for it.
1: Can can you explain something to me?
0: Yes.
1: How stupid can you be? Or how just ill-prepared to be a musician, a frontman, can you be that you are kicked out of slaves?
0: How ill-prepared can one human being be? It's also Johnny Craig, and I don't know why you were expecting so much from him.
1: Oh, I wasn't expecting anything from Johnny Craig. If people don't know what's going on, Johnny Craig was released from slaves because he basically relapsed on heroin again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The guy who's made it such a big deal that he's clean, and every song is about how he's clean, and how he's... Know what you
0: hate on him because he's changed, and he's clean.
1: And I get it. it. Addiction's a bitch. It's not it something is. it's not something you can control. However, that's not what I'm talking. That's not what my concern is. You're Johnny Craig. Can you name the other guys in Slaves? No. Exactly, because they're irrelevant. Yet Slaves said, Hey, you're out of the band and we're continuing as a band.
0: <laughs> who like who is what their fan go- base? What are you gonna do? Who is their fan base? Seven people?
1: Johnny Craig diehards are their fan base, and that is it.
0: That's like... I don't know why they would... I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't have any high hopes for this guy. This is the only guy I know who's been giving so many... Chances in the music industry he and is was easily in, pissing them away He
1: was in Isles and Glaciers He was in Chiodos He was in Dance Gavin Dance twice He was in Emerosa He was in Slaves This guy has been around forever This guy has proven a billion times that he's an asshole He's a thousand times said I've changed And proven time and time again He has yet to change He's ripped off his own fan base And yet he's still one of the biggest names in our scene Why is that?
0: I wish I could. I don't know why everyone likes him. I I'm not taking anything him. away from his talent. Talented but, guy, great singer. And again, d- decent like, songwriter. Addic- like you said, addiction tough. And I can't fault him for that. The thing is, like, even if you look past that, he's kind of just like an asshole. Yeah. And he's just like a garbage human being for the other things Such he's done. Such a
1: terrible person.
0: Like I don't, I don't know. I'm not surprised that he relapsed, and I'm not surprised that he's out of the band. Whoever, who. The fuck is slaves even playing for? I can't even tell you. Well, they Who were supposed to buy their records. Is there my question? Well, there
1: were here's the... here's this is how much they're hurting. They were supposed to be touring with um, Escape the Fate in Europe.
0: Ugh. Yeah. See, that says it everything. That says it all. Wow. Yeah. Ugh.
1: I just. Who's buying
0: tickets to that?
1: What the fuck? <laughs> People, man, it's just crazy to me that this guy can just go and screw everything up constantly. But here's my thing too. I get it. It's hard to deal with a Johnny Craig in your life. It's hard to, like, have a lead singer who's inconsistent and all over the place. It's hard to be in slaves because I'm pretty sure their lineup has changed more times in the last five years than most bands who've been around for 20. But <laughs> don't you just, like, your, your biggest draw is Johnny Craig.
0: That, that's the only appeal.
1: You know what I mean? Like, that's your biggest draw. I don't know who the other two guys are. I couldn't, or they're a trio, aren't they?
0: I, th- I don't uh, yeah, even know. I think so.
1: I don't even know. It just makes no sense to me. Stick around, maybe take a break, and come back when Johnny Craig is
0: sober again. That's what I would have done, but. But then how? I do don't know. Ball? I feel like it's it's such a ballsy move to say, "Hey, we don't need a band with fan with a fan base that's only made of Johnny Craig fans."
1: That's what I'm saying. Like,
0: I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they're I don't expecting. Get it.
1: What's the next one? This is why they're on tour
0: here? with Escape the Fate, Matt.
1: <laughs> I mean, valid. It's just it blows my mind. You have a guy who's he's just constantly getting thrown out of bands.
0: Yeah, and then he comes back and he's like, I'm better now and just preaches that, positivity. Yeah. Please. And then he goes out his way to be negative in some way.
1: They got kicked off Warped Tour two years ago, and then they broke up. And then they got back together, and then they broke up. And then they were releasing their last album, but then they released everything else. And then they, they're sticking together, and Slaves isn't going away. It's like, what are you doing?
0: And then they wrote, and then they wrote that song that sounded like that Drake song. Like, with the Drake title. Oh, Do you remember that? I'm <laughs>
1: running through the six with my soul.
0: Yeah, like, shut the fuck up. Fantastic the- song name. what the fuck was that song man dude i couldn't
1: tell you what the song sounds like if i'm being 100 honest i think the only song okay there's maybe a total of seven songs that i can actually point out that i know that's johnny craig six of them were on the isles and glaciers album (laughs) (laughs) the seventh one is that one off illuminato that was the instrumentals from yeah the only thing you talk about, which is... You yeah, know what's weird? He has, song.
0: he has solo stuff that is, like, this dark alt slash sort of... I don't even know. It's, like, pretty... Not bad. And I don't know why... It, it always baffles me when I think why he didn't just fully take this on. And then which I and fun. then I look how old they are and I realize, oh, this music wasn't popular back then. But, like, yeah. if he would have pulled that shit out, like, today before he got kicked out of slaves, he would have... He would have done at least better than Slaves. Dark pop
1: is on the rise, man. And we will discuss that later. Can you? Like, what a great way to start off 2019.
0: Yeah. Kicked out of my band for heroin addiction.
1: I mean, again, I'm not bashing him for being an addict. He's a piece of shit and an asshole. I just can't believe there's a, a single person who's had more second chances. Exactly. Like,
0: And I can't believe there's a band that... Thinks they're better off without, without him. Without him,
1: I mean, the safest move there is just just wait for maybe him to getting get another out of job. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe take on more hours at Starbucks, but <laughs> but it's like just just wait for the guy who's the reason you have a
0: fan base.
1: I the, the other two don't matter. Yeah, I know you don't matter, and what are you gonna do? No fence. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> no, what are you gonna like- do? Like, yeah seriously
1: who who are you gonna get now
0: i think your best plan is dropping slaves as much as you don't want to considering that's like the first thing that's sort of making you money but drop slaves fucking rebrand start fresh
1: you have to you can't go i think on that's as the slaves.
0: only thing you can do i feel like the slaves run that they're gonna do is gonna not gonna last at all
1: no no way no not, one's gonna not buy without it. johnny craig
0: no one's already buying them as is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> now well, I mean, they are. People... people are, and this is like the these are like the Johnny Craig diehards. These are the same people who shit talk Emma for not being hardcore no more. These are the cause yeah, no. they liked Johnny Craig Amorosa. And look same... how the turntables. Yeah, literally. You know, you have the Prince of Pop now. <laughs> like seriously, it.
0: they're literally their record is has an exclusive release in Urban Outfitters, which people. Seems cheesy, but that's a huge deal. That's a pretty big
1: deal. <laughs> that's for, like... a big deal. All right. Moving forward, another band who doesn't know what the hell they're about to do is Makeout. Yes. I understand to a lot of people, Makeout, like losing their lead singer might not be a big deal. Because mm-hmm. I understand they're a small band. They only have one album out right now. They supposedly have an entire album recorded.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, With him?
1: With him. So Sam from Makeout, the lead singer announced that he was leaving the band, like, late last week, um, Mm -hmm. basically saying he's just kind of over the tour life. It's too much for him. It's just getting to him. And a lot of bands and band members have gone down dark roads because of that. You know? It's a huge thing. That's where addiction comes from. That's where, like... Yeah, it seems
0: less of, like, an actual burnout because of that. And it's sort of just, like, he... Maybe he just can't. He doesn't want to do it right now.
1: He realized, yeah, it might be a little tough for him. He says he wants to do music in the future. I get it. My thing is, do you leave a band because you don't feel like touring right now? Or do you say, hey, can we take a break from touring? I get you're a small band. And to be honest, I thought Make Out would tour like five more times this year. I was telling a friend who didn't get to see them. I was like... You you know you miss them this time around, but they'll be back. They have no choice mm-hmm. but to tour. So I guess it makes sense. It's just like with a band that small. What do you do?
0: It's kind of tough to say, and it, I, I I sympathize him for leaving. I mean, I know that's not an easy thing for him. As much as I feel like there's a lot more to the story, and so it's kind of hard to say. Yeah, you made the bad move, as like, I'm sure. If you there's... read
1: the vibes on like Twitter and stuff, there's a lot of passive aggressiveness.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's a lot to it, so you I know? can't really. Yeah, so I can't say he's he's a bad person. Well, you know, Sam's a bad person for it. You know, yeah, more of off for offering for doing what he has to do at an early stage, but it's kind of like you said, they have an album with fully recorded with him on it. It kind of leaves Make Out in a tough spot. I guess my question is. Less of as like as a band, where do they go? Like maybe yeah, they can throw a tour with like a replacement singer. But musically, where do they go? So you know Do they want to sound exactly the same, or do they kinda of, now they're still young, they can make a shift sorta of to like their own thing? Yeah. What they want, it's kinda of hard.
1: My biggest piece of advice to them, if it means anything, is I wouldn't necessarily drop the make out name. You have there's a solid fan base there. Yeah, they get a lot of shit and they their biggest news is usually, you know, negativity. For some reason, mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Secrets is a polarizing song to say the least. People have issues with it.
0: I get it. It's I also love really it. great. It's a great <laughs> song.
1: Um, <laughs> they make really solid music. They have a fan base that really rides for them hard. It would and they have a lot of they have a lot of connections, you know. John Feldman, they're tight with Blink-182 too. They're tight with little Aaron. There's no reason to call it quits. Granted, you only have two members right now. You have Tyler the guitar player and Scott the drummer. They don't have a bass player, which I noticed last tour and that makes sense now. And you don't have a lead singer. Supposedly they are um they're ho- they're going to hold open tryouts for lead singer oh yeah they
0: they post they post that thing yeah
1: so you know sam did a post and he's like yeah i'm leaving because of i don't like touring and this 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 and this and then make out was kind of quiet and then they're like okay this is what the plan is we're gonna continue we want to be make out still because for a while they weren't like the, the two days between sam's post and their post they had no idea what they were doing so they were like all right we're gonna stay make out however we don't know exactly what we're doing next We are going to get a new singer. We want the fans to have a voice in that. And so if there's some sort of voting process or whatever, they want the fans to kind of be a part of that, which I think it's cool and it's admirable. Mm -hmm. Um, They, I think they're in a good place in a sense. They're not too big where it's not going to be like a situation that they pull up a nobody and it flops. They're yeah. in a situation where they're still small. Having one album with a different lead singer won't kill them. I mean, you know, on a bigger scale, Bless the Fall, Escape the Fate, all had different lead singers first. Escape the Fate exactly. started with Ronnie Radke. Then they they did good with that. They did great with that. It's one of the greatest albums ever. But then, you know, Craig Mavitt comes in and does really well. And... Even bless the fall. They start off with Craig Mabbitt. Craig Mabbitt went to Escape the Fate. They bring in Poe Boken. They're doing really well. So exactly, it's not a total loss because they're so young. What what they have, which is really good, is they have a lot of. If you look through their their um, Instagram post, there's a lot of local vocalists who are really interested. I don't know if you ever heard of the band Seven Minutes in Heaven. Never. They're like one of those local bands that kind of get on tours. They're they're decent. I'm not a fan. I saw them with Set It Off a few years back. But like that lead singer kind of showed interest. And a lot of people are kind of like, yeah, I'll I'll do it. Like, let me know when I can. So I don't think they're completely shit out of luck.
0: Yeah, it's just a matter of finding an actual replacement for him. I think he had a very specific look.
1: Yeah. Even I mean, at a young he was, age.
0: He was your punk kid. He fit the sounds like, you know especially if they kind of want i mean i can't imagine they're gonna do a 360 with their sound entirely so it's a matter of
1: you know what you'd be surprised though look at their last band before make out was a thing their band before that was kind of heavy really yeah and like i don't know they listen to like they, they both listen to heavy music and i don't know it's not a it wouldn't be completely weird for them to switch it around
0: wouldn't it be weird for them but it would be weird for their fan base
1: yeah, but I think the fan like I said, they have a really solid fan base. They have those like ride or die they have like that water parks fan base. They have like that five saws fan base. They have they like, have that... those
0: kids that use the word stan.
1: Yeah, exactly. I Gross. use the word stan back off. <laughs> Ew, <they're laughs> no. awful. But they have a real like ride or die fan base. So I think whatever they do, they'll stick around.
0: Yeah. Um I'm kinda excited to see what they're gonna do. I mean I'm interested.
1: I think I'm I, I might definitely try am out.
0: curious. He gave me that look.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm definitely curious. I hope, I wish the best for them. I mean, they're both great dudes. Like, yeah. Um, him and Tyler, right?
1: Yeah, Tyler and uh, Scott are the ones. Scott? Left. Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's
0: the other guy, yeah. Oh, you the meant green... like, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I got you. In general, but I don't know. I'm definitely a band that I'm looking at to see what they're going to do. I feel like their best bet is just, A replacement, then a tour, trying it out, and then maybe going from there with music.
1: I think drop a single before that tour, though.
0: I feel like that's tough to do. I feel like that's really, really tough to do. Not really.
1: Like, they have stuff written. You know, instead of Sam, get this new vocalist to come in, maybe switch it up a little bit, drop a single that everyone gets excited about and makes them want to go see this tour. But also... Play yeah the but there's stuff. also just
0: like a lot of creative burnout when you write a whole album with someone and now to introduce a new person you're like okay now we have to write a song
1: yeah but like write i mean put them on one of those songs is what i'm saying like take sam's vocals out and have this guy sing on the new thing if it fits if they have a song that they believe fits i think that would be the smartest move i feel like
0: legally they can't do that
1: nah they own the rights rise records has the rights to everything really
0: but that would be a scummy move I'm not gonna lie to you. If they just like here's a song that Sam really wrote, like lyrically, maybe, or that he sang on, and he killed it. Yeah, but let's throw him out of there. Let's throw this new. I feel like that's a dick move. Uh, Yeah, but in the same sense, it's up to their label whether they want to.
1: Rise Records, in the end of the day, they're the one. They're they're the ones to call. They're the ones who call the shots. They don't. You know, if they say, "Hey, you're dropping a single," Make Out's dropping a single.
0: Yeah, and they really don't have a choice with that.
1: I've always been curious as to, like, how record labels deal with band members leaving or breakups or, like... Like, hear me out. Sam says he leaves. Makeout has to tell Rise Records, I'm assuming. Where does Rise Records go from there? Do they, like, all right, well, you are dropped, or we still have a contract with you, figure it out. Like, how does it work?
0: Um, I feel like they don't drop them, but I feel like to some degree there's also a clause in there regarding it, like, in the contract. Um... I feel like it just drives a record label nuts, well, and, yeah, I I mean, that's, that's so and I think that's and I think that's when man. that comes in, where it's like they put pressure on them now to put music out. It's yeah. like just because now it's like I don't want to call them a financial burden because I mean a band is a lot more than that, but to a record label you're that's a financial what you are.
1: record you, record labels like they just it's just money to
0: them. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. It. It's just no matter money who to you sign with. Yeah, you're mo- you're, assi- you're a money sign.
1: That they're there to deal with the business, and their business is you doing things. If you're not doing things, you're not their business.
0: And then they're losing money, and that's the result of it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I'm so I'm so curious as to what's going to happen, though. I really don't know how they're going to play this out.
1: Yeah, and their, their label Rise Records are like shitholes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Rise <laughs> Records hasn't
1: done anything right in a very long time.
0: No, they, yeah, they're just... Uh, <sighs> all right. I feel well, like we mean, can have a whole podcast where we just like talk about record how labels? awful record labels are.
1: Oh, I could go all day about record labels, dude. I know. But I just thought of a really good transition, so we're going to move on. Speaking about things that haven't done anything right in the last who knows how long, our last night decided it was a good idea to cover High Hopes by (laughs) Panic! at the Disco. (laughs) They also announced that there will be a new single tomorrow, as well as... And I say tomorrow is the day we're recording. By the time this is out, probably day of or yesterday. I don't know when I'm dropping this. Um (laughs) (laughs) we're a monday thursday friday podcast yeah (laughs) wednesday thursday friday podcast no we're gonna try to be more consistent anyway (laughs) and they are announcing their album next week this is all lead up to the tour they're going on with state champs why did they think it was a good idea to cover one of the most musically talented people in the world
0: um i think it was ballsy ballsy is a great word this was ballsier than the last time they said hey can we say the (laughs) n-word (laughs) (laughs)
1: so we're gonna do kendrick's humble is it okay if we do all the lyrics yeah like come
0: on like come on dude i think anyone who thinks that their covers are good you're insane
1: here's the thing they used to be they
0: started off good and then they kind of got dragged out and we didn't need a youtube band
1: exactly we don't need high hopes dude this is almost as bad if not worse than when they covered stressed out
0: Exactly. This is not something we needed. No, I mean, more on wanted. them for putting their own production together. But something like this is just becoming... You're shoving it in our face actually, now. Like, a on. cover every week.
1: This isn't as bad, though, as when they covered Who Let the Dog Out with The Baja Men. Okay, they actually I'll, I'm going stop you right
0: there. That was the best cover of any song ever. Stop speaking.
1: Ever. I'm so <laughs> sick of Our Last Night, man. I hate this band.
0: I think the industry is, and... I know they mean well, but at that same time... It's a shame. uh, This is another band. I'm like, who is their fan base? Because they have a fan base. A huge fan base. And it's crazy. And for a band
1: who's been around for such a long time, I mean, they started when they were, what, 14? They were doing this. They've been around forever. They're not signed, which is huge. That's a big deal that they've done this much and do so much unsigned and good for them and they're talented musicians they're just shitty songwriters and only get any recognition now because they cover songs
0: yeah there's a reason why like...
1: fearless records hasn't done punk goes in three years
0: <laughs> exactly and i feel like to to some extent i don't want to label everything as a cash grab but this seems like a cash grab with every because they only do the you know because now when people go on youtube and they look up high hopes that our last night is gonna come up
1: I'm just so sick of these bands, man, that get off by just doing covers. It's so boring. I'm getting so tired of it. I don't need a High Hopes metal cover. It's Panic the Disco. That's enough for me. It, it like, <laughs> like it was cute. It was cute in 2011 when, upon this dawning, covered Call Me Maybe. It was fun when Of Mice and Men covered Poker Face, but that was at a different time. It's just hard to explain. Like, it doesn't matter anymore.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know what they're doing. Like I said, you, I'm still surprised that they have a fan base that you're saying is strong. Like, that baffles me. That's yeah, it weird
1: totally. To it's crazy that these guys are doing as well as they are. And I'm not
0: hating... How do you explain to someone, hey, my favorite song by Our Last Night is a cover?
1: Yeah, exactly. And it just
0: sounds lame. Like, (laughs) Like, I hate to sound like I'm
1: hating, but it's just, I don't get it. There's so many more talented bands out there who deserve so much more respect and recognition. And then Our Last Nights out here doing direct support for state champs, headlining tours in Europe, selling out venues. I'm just sick of it.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: And there was a time period where I did enjoy them. Don't get me wrong. We saw them. We did. Blew me away.
0: Yeah. With, that was like the same towards hands like houses, right?
1: Yeah, hands like houses ever and 68. They just haven't done anything fresh, nothing original, nothing new. I mean, literally their discography is 50% covers.
0: I guess they're the example of when people make music and people are always like complaining when a band changes sound, but they're the prime example of what happens when a band doesn't, doesn't change, change their sound over time
1: and keep doing the same
0: thing. And you you over see and how people again. get sick of it cuz we're not the only ones who
1: I don't, I don't hate them we're
0: hating on that, but to some degree we are. we like, be tired we're, of them. They have a whole bunch of people who are like, okay, come on, man. Why are our last nights still doing
1: this? There's a reason alt-press isn't covering
0: you guys. It's <laughs> the most garbage headline ever. That's, like, awful. <laughs> That's so bad. But, yeah, like, it's true. Like, this is what happens when a band doesn't change their sound or try to progress musically. Yeah. They get stuck in this routine of writing the same songs over and over in a different way and then doing covers and this, goes, this goes further reason.
1: into my argument that like bands need to know when they've really tapped out. But I don't think they... Did they, though? Because people still care.
0: I don't... I think if they dropped a good... They're in a position where they they can pull something off that they dropped an actually good here's album. Here's my thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Wow me with the good album. I'll take back everything I said. I'll say it on yeah. this podcast. Wow me with... They like, come out. If this album that they're teasing comes back and it's actually a banger and... You and I have to go into this not thinking it's our last night. We just need to listen to this album. I will take back everything. Yeah, I'll, I'll will bite totally, my Yeah, I'll understand. But right now, as of right now, there is nothing they've done that makes me say I am stoked for anything they're doing in the future.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. And I feel the same exact way.
1: Cool. Well, let's move on because I'm sick of this hate because we have so much to talk about today. Um, real quick, Simple Creatures, Mark Hoppus and uh, Alex Gasgarth, uh, from Blink-182 and All Time Low, respectively, have finally stopped flirting on Twitter. They finally got in the <laughs> same room, made music together, and it is just average.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know why everyone's kind of riding for the song. Because of Against... who it is. Anything Mark Hoppus exactly.
1: does, people are going to ride for Anything Alex Gasgarth does, people are going to ride for I get it. And in theory, this should be exciting.
0: But it's not.
1: This should be a big deal. And I mean, to some people it is, but... It just you have two very talented songwriters, or at least one, and Alex Gasgarth. you,
0: you... <laughs> holy shade <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, nah, I just hated that last album, but it's I don't know it it I feel like this is something that should have been huge news, and it just wasn't it it wasn't anything special it was just it was a cool collab, and i i i didn't hate I didn't hate it, I didn't love it, it's catchy, but it's whatever. I'm not writing this band and this band whatever you want to call them this duo this super group I don't I'm not technically writing them off it's not a strong the hype the hype is there it's just not musically
0: it's not really anything special and yeah. I don't think it's gonna get as much traction as they think the only people who are gonna like it are the first people who are their fan or like are their fans for yeah. one week and then everyone's gonna forget about the song so I think that's the case they need to it's move been quick. out and then everyone's just like it just dropped off everyone's like okay they need That's to move
1: cool. quick. If they're really considering making this a project, they need to announce an EP soon. They need to announce something, and they need to move really quick. I can see them... I, this, I can see this kind of being their grasp for alt radio, which blink 2 doesn't have a problem reaching. All Time Low has been like in a weird rut. They want to be pop stars, but they can't. In theory, this could be a good career move for both. It's just this right here fell flat.
0: Yeah, no, this is musically not anything special not and i hate saying this is not anything anyone else has done but this just sounds like any other song you would hear on Alt radio and so it's not going to stand out as much as they think it would it
1: this is a this is a stretch and this can be like me calling them just being a duo but it's like alternative chain smokers
0: (laughs) (laughs) no that it's not a stretch at all i totally get that they're
1: writing like undeniably catchy music but is it really good
0: exactly Wow, I'm glad someone else thinks that the Chainsmokers are also overrated. Dude,
1: I hate the Chainsmokers. The, right, cool. the fact that Mark Hoppus is writing with the Chainsmokers terrifies me.
0: The fact that um, I thought you actually liked the Chainsmokers worried me for a while.
1: I'm a little bit disappointed that you thought I liked the Chainsmokers.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I thought you liked the Chainsmokers, but I did. No,
1: I hate that. I hate them so much.
0: Yeah, they're garbage, man. They're so garbage.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm really not about the Chainsmokers, dude.
0: And I'm also not about simple creatures at the moment. They're not doing anything special and I don't I think people recognize that. Or I feel like no one actually recognizes that. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back. Yeah, no, no one recognizes the it. hype
1: is there for this because of who it is. There's hype and I'm not taking that away from them. There's a hundred percent undeniable hype. It's just the music for me doesn't really quite no. reach. I'm not
0: This is this isn't going anywhere crazy like this isn't shooting up like on the radio and people are gonna be like oh my god I can't wait for the next album
1: so here's the thing I think this could have alt radio play yeah but is it
0: getting alt radio play because it's a good song or because it's Mark Hoppus because
1: it's Mark Hoppus
0: and that's like bullshit I feel like that's so I feel like that's just absolute garbage for I would hate for I would hate to mentally know like my songs on the radio just because of my name not because people think this is good
1: I mean people are loving it not everyone right. but if you look at the general comments people are cool with it
0: i mean i'm cool with it too it doesn't mean i like it at all
1: <laughs> okay you know I, I mean cool with it as casual as cool with it means oh <laughs> in that <mad laughs> terms like we go, we're cool i mean that means like we're best friends <laughs> that's how it goes with me
0: oh okay i don't know it's a hit or miss song for me
1: yeah i don't know it's It's not something I will look back on fondly, but I won't look back on it with disgust either. Yeah, it exists, and that's all I need to know. Come back with a better song, and again, (laughs) prove me wrong.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because I think they have the ability to do so.
0: Oh, no, they do. They have the ability, they have the tools, but so far they're not doing that.
1: Yeah, so figure it out. Come back to me when you have something better, and we'll go from there. Exactly. Because our opinion matters to Mark Hoppus and Alex Gasgarth.
0: It's gonna keep him awake
1: at night. Oh, for sure. Alex <laughs> is like saying they're like ah, seen it all before. They just uh, they they just I can't win me. them over.
0: I know. Wait till they hear that I hate All Time Low. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there goes the two people who listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. He doesn't like All Time Low. <laughs>
0: Fuck this guy. Fuck out of here. I mean, Jesus.
1: okay. To go on the record, I enjoy early All Time Low.
0: Yeah, and you know, honestly. Um, I hate them. Uh, I know fact. you do.
1: I know you do, but...
0: Oh, man. I'm sorry, people. I don't mean to be offensive.
1: John's just a dick.
0: I'm not just a dick.
1: The last song that All Time Low dropped that I was genuinely excited for was A Love Like War featuring Vic Fuentes.
0: But did you like it because it was a good song or because it had Vic Fuentes oh, on it? that song's a
1: banger. I'll still listen to it. Oh, man. That's a banger. Dude, you know for a fact if I put that on the car, you're singing with me.
0: No, I'm not. I promise
1: you. I have sung that song in the car with you. I I don't recall.
0: Was I singing or was I just nodding my head? You were
1: like doing your like flipping hair, going hard. I I know when you're into it when you're not. We've been totally into it. We've been we've been friends. We've been friends for too long for me to for me to like not know what you're doing. Stop don't telling tonight. people don't that deny. I like All Time Low. Well. You're really creating bad. Don't rap deny
0: for it. Me. <laughs> don't I deny don't it. I don't like All Time Low. Well. They're so awful. You're awful. I don't want to go on a tangent why they think they're garbage, but they're garbage. Their new Doesn't stuff is yeah, Dark Matter. Was that
1: the new album, Dark Matter?
0: Dark Matter. I feel like that's something. No, else. that's that's Lil' Aaron. I was <laughs> 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 reading the itinerary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dirty laundry. Um, that sucked. But you know, Danbury, I count me in. I, I can get lit. If I'm on emo night and I hear dear Maria count me in, come on. You know, I'm coming with you.
0: God damn, that was awful. That was so bad. Don't ever critique my jokes again. It's
1: better than anything you've ever said.
0: I'm a funny guy. I think anyone who's funny says that I'm a funny guy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (sighs) Anyway. Anyway. Now that
1: we're in the spirit (laughs) of arguing... Oh yeah, let's do this! Let's... All right. Now that I'm we're so excited for this, <laughs> let's get into reviews. Lil' Aaron dropped Dark Matter, uh, a kind of not a surprise EP, but a very like last minute EP. Yeah. What? I don't want to say what you think because now I'm gonna have to start getting defensive. But what'd you think, John?
0: Uh, what did I think of this? Honestly, Matt. Honestly, it's not complete shit. Really. I'm not going to say I like it, and honestly, okay. I you're not going to change my mind on thinking that this whole uh, auto-tune singing wave is absolutely cheesy to me. I think it takes zero talent to do. You just have to write a catchy song, and that's the thing I can't take away from Lil' Aaron. He writes a fucking catchy song. He's a talented songwriter. He's a talented songwriter. He's so as much of- as I don't like these songs, and I won't ever go back and listen to this EP, honestly, I won't because I hate it. He's a good songwriter, and I get why he has a fan base, and I get why some of these songs people would like, because he writes a good song, like, realistically. I don't care what you think about him or if you love him or you think he's a stupid little fad. He's a good songwriter. A he knows how what? to write a catchy song. As fad? Fad. Let the record, oh,
1: thank God. I thought you said something else. Let the record show.
0: I said fad. <sighs> <laughs> you, I just caught what I thought I could have said. That wouldn't have been okay. Let's pretend that didn't happen. But, um... I I don't know. I don't like the autotune wave. I think it's really lame. I think it's cheesy. But I get why he has a fan base, you know. Okay. I feel like I say that when I'm in between liking an album and just being like yeah, it exists.
1: So here's where I'm at with Lil Laird. I just appreciate his songwriting first and foremost. He's a talented <laughs> guy. He's written really great songs. He's written for not only seen people. He's written with Blink 182 He's written with Fever 333. He's written with Makeout. He's but he's also written with, like, Liam Payne.
0: Yeah, he has a ton of credibility.
1: He's a very good songwriter, very talented. He knows music. It's weird, but he knows music. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who'd know music, but he knows music. That being <laughs> said, I think what he does is a little bit different and a little bit more special than what some, like, people with this whole, like, this whole autotune wave. There's a right way to use autotune and a wrong way to use autotune. There's obviously people who use it to cover up the fact that they can't sing. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to Lil' Aaron sing, he's actually not a bad singer. Yeah. He just likes the autotune sound, so he goes with it and uses it. And it sometimes it does feel like overkill. I think if you go back to his first EP, Glowing Pains, it's overkill. And the only song I really like off that is Drugs. I can listen to the EP, but if you're looking through the entire thing, I only like Drugs. And that's just because it's a ridiculous song. Mm-hmm. The last EP that he dropped last year, I don't even remember the name of it right now, um, Rockstar Famous, that I think he was writing pop-punk music with autotune. And that's something that like these autotune guys aren't doing. They're just writing rap with autotune. What I like about Dark Matter is he kind of toned back the autotune a bit. It doesn't feel too powerful. And there's even songs where it almost is non-existent. I yeah, think, but
0: I think, I think that's, I don't know, I can't tell if that's something I like, though.
1: See, that's something I enjoy, and I think with this album, this album was something that he kind of threw together. It was just kind of he's going through a shit time, so he just wrote an EP.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he has, you know, he has features on it, which I think complemented really well. I think um, Goody Grace and him, whenever they do anything together, is a match it's made in heaven. Pretty solid, yeah. I love. I have never had a song where the three of them, or the three of them, the two of them have written a song together that I really disliked. I think last time I checked, one of my favorite songs of the album. And I really like Tonight I Feel Like I'm Dying. I think, um, what's that dude's name? Wicca something. He's got like that really just generic emo sound, like singing voice. He's been on a oh. song with like uh, Lil Peep too. And I just thought it was like, he's well, a good feature to pull
0: that's, off. Here's my thing with Lil Aaron. That's his fan base. What do you mean? The same people who like Lil Peep are the same people like Lil Aaron. See,
1: I disagree. I think... His People fan who base doesn't Peep, stretch
0: any more than that.
1: I disagree. I think Lil Aaron's got more. In a way, he's got more of that like he's got more of the pop punk kids. He's got like the kids who I don't know. Like with Lil Peep, Lil Peep had a more mainstream fan base. And Lil Aaron's nowhere near mainstream. He's got Lil Aaron. <laughs> someone tweeted this, and I think this is perfect. And it isn't my words. And I don't know who tweeted it, but Lil Aaron is three hundred three for the Jewel Pot generation. <laughs>
0: Why is that so fucking perfect? I think
1: it's not wrong.
0: That is so perfect. He's that's exactly what this
1: He's is. obviously a much talented much more talented writer.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I understand where your reservations are in this. I think this isn't a typical Lil Aaron EP though.
0: Mhm. It seems really like, like it. a last It just seems like a last minute project.
1: And that's what it is. That's why it's an EP. And that's what kind of Lil Aaron does. Lil Aaron isn't really He's not really focused on doing like these big projects. Rockstar Famous was a big project. Yeah, this was something that he threw together. He just made it. He—it's literally the entire album is about his breakup with some uh, cam girl.
0: <laughs> Which makes no sense to me. Like, it's I crazy. hate when you send me his snap story and he's just like with these ridiculous chicks.
1: Yeah, it doesn't just make
0: sense. Blows my mind.
1: It's crazy, but good for him.
0: Yeah, seriously, I'm not hating. Teach me your ways.
1: Yeah, Lil' I mean, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Aaron, I think, is a very talented musician. I like this EP. It's a quick listen. It's only 18 minutes. It's not... I, I don't want to say Lil Aaron's not meant to be taken seriously because he's a serious songwriter, and he's one of the best.
0: That's the thing. <clears throat> I know exactly where you go, but you, know you know can't I mean? really go into his music expecting, like... you know, because I don't think he writes... His music's not as serious as people think, but his other writing for other people is a lot... His other side of his career is a lot more serious.
1: I think these last two projects he's done, though, excluding the Christmas album... um, Yeah. Like, yeah, he's got, like, some ignorant songs, but then he's got songs like Quit. He's got songs like Dark Matter that are, like, legitimate and serious matter. Like, you know, songs that... (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Like, they're songs that do mean something to him so i don't know
0: i don't know how to take them it's uh, it's not something that i like but i get why people would like it uh would i do drugs with Lil' aaron i honestly would matt but <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but i don't think i would do it while listening to his music
1: jesus christ <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was bad. But I don't know. It's not bad. It's really not that shit of an EP. I think it's a fun listen. I think it's a good way for him like it was a good storytelling. So,
1: now that we didn't argue as much as I thought we would, what would you rate it?
0: Um, I'm giving it a 6. Really? That low? Yeah. And honestly, I was expecting to be really into it just because I've been listening to a bit more trap-esque music, honestly. I know, which is weird to say, <laughs> but, but I, I, just I wouldn't really, call him a
1: trap. He's not a trap artist. He's not a SoundCloud rapper. He doesn't really, you know, what I mean, like he doesn't identify as such, and I wouldn't really necessarily put him in that category.
0: I was expecting it to like it more because of that, but I just couldn't. And then I don't, I don't know. I I'm giving it a six. I wouldn't write it off if you really, if this is something you can get into, then you'll get into it. But I feel like if you don't, then that's it. He's an
1: acquired taste, but yeah. in the end of the day, he writes catchy songs. Like At
0: the end can, of the day, he's way more talented than I ever will be.
1: He's more talented than like everyone.
0: Most people, yeah, yeah, realistically.
1: Dude's one of the greatest songwriters, period, right now. Period. I'll stick with that. Um, You know, to be honest, this is like an eight for me. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've listened to this I'm... album. I've listened to this EP a few times this week. I really enjoy it. It's quick. I wish it were longer. I think he's a fantastic Fuck. songwriter. I think it's a really, it sounds like a little Aaron, but it also is a really cool little tangent from what he normally does. I don't wow. know. I i really, I, I like it.
0: Wow, I wasn't expecting that, but okay. That's yeah, fair.
1: that's where I'm at, man. Shit. Cool. All right, moving forward. This is something I think we'll agree on a little bit more. Gerard Way, Hazy Shades of White. Uh, Gerard Way basically dropped a new song, for the trailer for his upcoming Netflix movie, not movie, TV show for Umbrella Academy. It's featuring Ray Toro, which is really cool. He keeps doing like these like half collaborations with My Chemical Romance members, but they're just not pulling the friggin' trigger yet. Regardless, (laughs) this is some good music, in my opinion. What'd you think of Hazy Shades of White?
0: Um, Probably one of my favorite singles he's released. Same. Okay, cool. I I thought you were going to argue with me with that. Same. Um, god damn it. Actually I saw this comment and I don't wanna to get too far into that combo like that conversation itself, but I saw someone say Gerard <laughs> Way became everything uh someone took all the Bring Me the Horizon out of Bring Me the Horizon and stuck it in Gerard Way <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, you know what? That's not completely wrong. This yeah. is like I guess a heavier in quotations heavier, heavier song than it's a written. little
1: more reminiscent of my chemical romance it's not weird it's not like hazy which is kind of funny because hazy's in the song title i don't even mean to do yeah. that it's it sounds like you know a pop punk emo my chem song and
0: that's the thing i don't like it because it sounds like a oh, my chemical yeah, no romance way. song it's and for song. Like strictly nostalgia it's like a good song it's I genuinely like it. good
1: i think you know ray toro on it he's a very talented guitar player and you can, yeah you, you can it. hear his guitar playing i think the songwriting is really good it's it was an exciting song to listen to
0: yeah i would definitely say one of my favorite songs that he's favorite songs he's put out in a bit yeah i mean um don't get me I'm wrong kinda, i'm not
1: discrediting like dasher like i still ride for no definitely hard. not
0: but it kind of makes me curious you think he's gonna have like other songs on the tv show
1: I don't know. I think it's cool that he did have at least the one song and maybe that's like part of working with Netflix just like how Selena Gomez had to write a song for 13 Reasons Why. Um, Oh man. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I don't think he'll have like control or be the entire entire soundtrack. I think that'd be a little bit weird and kind of take me out of it a little bit. But I like that he did do a song for it or at least for the trailer.
0: Yeah, and it was excellent and he killed it yeah i'm just and, excited
1: that he's as much as he's focusing on everything else in the world he seems more into music than he has since has an alien dropped
0: oh my god i thought the same exact thing and it's kind of exciting because he's not just dropping bullshit songs like they're some good other songs. people they're like well thought creatures. songs, they're they're actually good songs that sound like it's trying to be a really good song and not just, hey, I'm drawn Wayne. Here's the song I wrote.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I guess, you know, I owe you guys a song and I want to stay relevant. Here's the, one, here's the song. No, everything yeah. he's dropped is great. Baby in a Haunted House, fantastic song. Yeah. Uh, Down with the Germs, great song. Das- uh, Dasher, just beautiful. And this is Excellent. a great song. I love it so much. It's pissy. It's a little more plugged in. It doesn't sound like... He's not like hazing his voice like he has in the past. He's just being Gerard Way,
0: and I love it. It sounds a yeah. bit more aggressive, and I think that's like my favorite part about it.
1: Yeah, and it's about time that he writes like a more aggressive music. I loved *Hesitant Alien*. Don't get me wrong; it was a great album, but I would also like him to come back now and do an entire album that's a little more plugged in and pissed off.
0: Yeah, give me give me a little bit more angst. That's yeah, what I because
1: need. a lot of the singles can be that he's released can be B sides to *Hesitant Alien*. You know what I mean? Exactly. They would have been exactly. on that album. Maybe a little less like alternative than what that was, like just more weird. But mm-hmm. this is I think the direction he should be going when he writes more music.
0: Yeah, and I'm so stoked for I'm so stoked for it. Uh I don't want an album. I don't think I want one yet. Really? I think I'm I think I'm okay with him dropping singles just because they all sound similar, but to like the same degree. They all have like their own different twists. So, so you'd rather I, him like just an- like do a bunch of random Lucy's. Just be, yeah, because I don't want him to feel like he has to solidify like a sort of sound. Sure. I think sure. right now he's kind of like in this wave of like going over like a lot of different tones and everything, and I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, I think in the future, like once he gets over and he's dropped like enough singles, I'd be like, all right, bud, give me an album. Let's do this. You know what? But, I'm just
1: ready for a tour, man. I yeah, would feel for a tour. I just don't. I know like he's had his like, he's had his mental health, and that's been a thing. But I, it's been a long time since we've got a tour. Like I'm talking like 2014. Yeah. No, that's probably later than that. Like whenever *Hasan Alien came out, and he supported that, but that was it.
0: I feel like a tour won't happen for a while, especially with the release of the show. Yeah. I feel like the media-wise, a lot of his team probably won- wants to like put a lot of pressure on that but rather with, like, than a tour.
1: But with like this much attention to music right now, don't you think it's kind of like, yeah? The right it's time? like
0: they're, they're stuck in that weird middle ground, really. Yeah. Really. The, th-
1: the thing is, he's got arms in every medium right now but you can almost you can kind of tell when he's focusing on one thing. Like when he was strictly comic books, that's all he talked about and that's all you saw him post about and that's where he was at. He's more and more talking about music. He's posting videos of him, you know, playing with different plugins. He's posting things of him, and he's releasing new songs. Like I think we can we could be close to just Gerard Way hopping into music again. Maybe Umbrella Academy drops and he's not thinking about that as much and then he really focuses on music. Yeah.
0: I'm expecting after the wave of the show I'm expecting maybe another single of some sort and yeah. then I'm hoping for maybe like a tour or something heavily music related you know Yeah
1: I, I do want to see him do that It's kind of cool to see him working with guys in Mike Cam He's done like what two songs with Ray Toro now he's done I think so yeah I think like two or three with Mikey Way Um
0: I don't think he's done anything like Cool with Frank. now let's just put Now let's just put them all in the same room
1: yeah, I don't think we've, he's done anything with Frank, but Frank's still doing his own thing, and you know he's killing it too. Yeah, it's just I'm not necessarily saying I I would love it for Mike Hem to come out of the shadows, but it's not a necessity. But not I right do now. think I do think the scene needs Gerard Way to just do something. I think he can do a tour, and I think it would be a huge tour. It would be a do big deal. Do we need
0: him or do we want him to do something? Both. That's the difference. Let me tell oh. you what. Let me All right, that's okay. a
1: that's a great point. We want him to do something because it's Gerard Way. However, I think the scene lacks the lean the, the scene lacks a certain nostalgia.
0: <laughs> you said the lean.
1: I know what I said. <laughs> the scene lacks a certain nostalgia. You know what I mean? You have the old school bands. If you talk like the Holy Trinity, right? Yeah. Like, let's go back to that for a second. The Holy Trinity, the The Panic of the Disco, Fall Out Boy, My Chem. Mm -hmm. Two of those bands have gone completely pop. My Chem never got there. They blew up and they were huge, but they never got completely mainstream the way Fall Out Boy and Panic of the Disco are. So for Gerard Way to come back and just do a tour and kind of be relevant again, I think would be healthy for the scene. Does that make sense?
0: I think so too, because you know he wouldn't just be a pop,
1: it wouldn't be band. bullshit. It would be music. Not yeah. calling Panic at the Disco mu- bullshit. Not calling no, Fall Out Boy not. bullshit. I'm just saying when you look at those three bands, two of them are still very relevant. And I mean, my Chemical Romance is still very rele- relevant. I think Gerard Way just needs to start planting more. Just old school into it, you know.
0: The the thing is, like, I wouldn't go out of my way and say that Panic at Di- Panic at the Disco is an emo band anymore. I wouldn't say no, that. No way. They're I wouldn't not. go out of my way to They're say Fall Out Boy. Bands. I wouldn't even say. Panic of the Disco is like a rock and roll band because they've descended into full pop, into full alt to some degree. I yeah, feel like they I would have still songs keep that are the, like... I
1: would still keep them in the rock and roll... Not like rock and roll, but they're a rock pop. You know, pop rock.
0: I, you know what I mean? It's kind of, I wouldn't even say that. It's kind of tough. I don't know, Realistically, like if, if you stripped down... If you if got you, rid of the band and you just put Brendon Urie with some like electronics... Oh yeah, he could
1: be a pop star. For sure. I, he, I he mean, is. you can
0: you can easily replace all those people.
1: Yeah, of course. But there's uh, still they're they're the new version of mainstream rock you know mainstream rock is the panic of the discos the fall boys the i hate to say it, the imagine dragons i don't like it but that's what it is so this is it's not traditional rock and roll but it is it is what current popular rock and roll is
0: that's fair i don't know i feel like having gerard way in the mix and having him i wouldn't say i don't think he'd get that big no he's not se. gonna blow by
1: himself Here's the thing. If Gerard Way goes on tour, he's going to be playing Irving Plaza, House of Blues type venues, Mm -hmm. which that's what he did. And that's a good size. And that's what Mike Shinoda is doing solo right now. If My Chemical Romance said, hey, we're going on tour again, they're selling out stadiums. Yeah. Without a doubt. They're they're selling out stadiums. If My Chemical Romance says, hey, we're going to go on tour, they're they're going to sell out stadiums.
0: Yeah. And they're selling out stadiums in the US and in Europe, like instantly.
1: Yeah. And just for shits and giggles, have the uh, used open up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Oh, my God. They hate each other, dude. I know, but I would still just want them on the same bill.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's happened a thousand times. There was a time where my coming romance opened for the used. Think about that. You know what?
0: I would pay upwards of, now I'm going to say this and this is risky, of $200 for for a fucking just full-on nostalgia tour.
1: What do you mean, like, a uh, Mike? I'm Chem. talking
0: Panic, Fallout Boy, Chem on the same tour. Fuck imagine? it. Throw, throw Paramore on there. Let Dude. me get, like, a full nostalgia tour. That's what they can call it. I'm not even going to ask for money for that name. You guys can keep it.
1: <laughs> the You're Welcome tour. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, as much as I'd like to see that happen, it's totally unfeasible.
0: Oh, it's not going to happen ever in our lifetime, and that's okay. And it's going to keep me up at night knowing that it will never happen, but still. That's fine. That's fine.
1: But you know what is happening?
0: What is happening? I'll
1: tell you what's happening. Don Broco. They dropped Half Man, Half God this week. What a confusing song.
0: Uh what probably the most interesting song I've heard in a while.
1: They just like Don Broco's always been a little weird. And they've always been a little bit all over the spectrum.
0: Yeah, but, but this not is, this weird. <laughs> this is weird. This is definitely weird. Um so Half Man, Half God. The first thing I showed you is just like this reminded me of feeling like the whole Yeezus album. <laughs> I don't know why that's instantly the vibes that I got. Not
1: necessarily a bad thing.
0: Not a bad thing at all. Because I'm not going to say I like that album to defend, like, to defend my dignity. But um, (laughs) (laughs) but it's literally what I got from it first. But holy shit, does it kick off into sort of?
1: So you have like this weird like chant, and it gets heavy, and then it like gets EDM, and then it gets really atmospheric, and then it gets heavy again.
0: It's 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 everything. It's like they took a giant pile of song and it's just like threw it together. But it flows so beautifully. Yeah. Now, here's my question. He does he get radio play? They they I haven't said that in a while. Do they get radio play?
1: I, I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't think so.
0: Okay, going I was gonna say, this is say, This is definitely the last song over there that's going to get radio. That's play. not getting radio play. No way. No, it's I don't so think it's at all it's going to get because I'm pretty sure it just screams at one point and yells very much. Yeah, it's but not crazy. like screaming, screaming like it's distorted and it's scary.
1: Yeah, that's another thing. You <laughs> get like a weird like voice like effect on him at one point, like yeah, it, it literally it's all over the spectrum of music.
0: It's so it sounds like if you need like a horror show soundscape, but also one that's going to like calm me down but also one that's going to make you want to dance, but then scare you a couple seconds later. This is like the perfect song.
1: Yeah, I'd say so.
0: It's weirdly good, weirdly interesting, and I weirdly like it.
1: Yeah, I love it. I'm so for it. And I'm happy to see you finally like ride for something, Don Broco. That's the thing. I
0: don't know why it took the most weird song for them to write for me to finally ride for them. Yeah, but you're riding Isn't that, for like them? Are you no- like riding? I
1: think so. Are you I getting think on a horse? They're, they're, they're not shit. Dude, no, they're not. They're good. I love it.
0: I think I say that about every album. It's not shit. It's not shit. It's not shit. <laughs> it's like that's my way of saying it's not good, but it's not bad. <laughs> I think it's good. No, I fucking love the song. Okay, um, there we go.
1: That's what I wanted to hear. There you go. That's it what sounds I to a hear. lot
0: better than it's not shit. But no, yeah. I fucking love the song. It's super. I don't want to say it's an anthem song at all. it's just it makes no sense. Yeah. And I think really. that's why I like it.
1: Yeah, it's so strange. It's so weird. I'm so for it.
0: Like, I can't even say, like, oh, what direction are they going with this song?
1: That's the thing. You don't ever know what they're doing, man.
0: Because the direction they could take this is uh, seven different genres. So it's kind of for me to say.
1: Here's what I like about Don Broco. They just they write good music. They write catchy music. They're very talented musicians. Uh, and they just don't really worry too much about falling into a genre
0: yeah and i think this is definitely one way they can sort of solidify that idea more than anything
1: yeah you know they just say hey this is the song we're right this is what we're doing and you're gonna like it
0: yeah and God, my god they were right so if you guys need an interesting listen that's yeah that's a more interesting
1: one for sure what would you uh, rate it
0: oh easily 8.5 really Oh, wow. easily. Not that, even gonna, like, skip a beat on that.
1: That makes me so happy, man. Fucking that good song, That makes me so dude. happy. Like, there's not... Like, if I have a band I need you to love right now, it's Don Broca.
0: <laughs> Fine. You got me.
1: But, because, you know, we're going to that Dance Gavin dance headliner, and... Oh, fuck yeah, we're we are. going hard to every single band out there. I don't know how one goes hard to Periphery yet, but we'll figure it out.
0: I think you just, like... This sentence isn't gonna make any sense
1: yeah say that again I think
0: yeah I think uh let me catch my thought I think the way you go you just go hard to periphery is you sonically move your body <laughs> whatever the fuck that means you to you just
1: flail your arms you around.
0: just flail in a beautiful but dangerous way I like it so if someone can you know make sense of that let me know like,
1: like a ballet pit
0: yeah it's hardcore ballet really I like it. <laughs> That's what that is. A little bit of jazz. A little bit of jazz and like headbanging. I like it. I like jazz moshing?
1: Jazz moshing?
0: Jazz moshing. Lit. <laughs> I'm so in. We got high there mid-fucking. <laughs> takes like fucking what? Lit. God, like <laughs> I'm sold. City, bro. You got me.
1: <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, I'm at an 8.5 as well. Actually, awesome. 8.75. Awesome. I'm going a, I'm to a one-up you.
0: Okay. All right. Be that guy. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm
1: going to be that guy. That's fine. That's fine. All Dick. right, John. Yeah. <laughs> now the story of the hour. And by hour, yeah. I mean like two hours. Um, <laughs> One of the most anticipated albums of 2019. Something you and I have been looking forward to for a very long time. Something the scene has been looking forward to for a very long time. Something no one knew what to expect. Bring me the Horizon have finally dropped ammo. Their seventh, I think, studio
0: album? Something like that, yeah.
1: Where to begin on ammo? I
0: guess uh <clears throat> I would I almost wanna... like
1: to go track by track with this out al- this al- album. Do you want to? I kinda do.
0: Uh I feel like I there's not much I can say about every track.
1: No, but like, because some of these songs... I think we just go track by track and see what happens. Okay. Are you let's, ready for this?
0: I'm ready for this if you All are. Right,
1: cool. Let's go right into it.
0: And by I the ap- way, guys, um, during listening to this, I apologize if you feel something. <laughs> see what I
1: did there? See what I did there? Okay. <laughs> track number one, I apologize if you feel something. Kind of like an instrumental. It's kind of like um, in actually Ali's words, an overture. It's just kind of weird. It's it kinda of eases you into this album. I
0: feel like this is a good setup for what you should expect from the album. I think it's weird to have this song and then have mantra follow up it.
1: Yeah. So yeah, there's not much to really say about it. I'm sorry if you feel something. It's very lo fi atmospheric, but yeah. Just kind of a lead into the album. Next song that hops in is Ma- Mantra. Yeah. We've talked about Mantra a million times. At risk of sounding like a broken record, it's a fantastic song. Exactly. But it's also the last song they wrote. It's the song that they said, people are going to be pissed. We need to write something. And it's a little bit of a fan service, but it works. Because it follows a pattern that kind of, there's like a heavy, soft, heavy, soft pattern that kind of flows through this album. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it goes into Mantra. Mantra kicks ass. Totally... We've talked about it a thousand times. I don't want to beat it with a dead horse. It's still one of my favorite tracks on this album.
0: Uh really? Still?
1: Still one of my favorite tracks. Not my favorite, okay. but one of.
0: Oh, not your favorite. Okay, that one was my of. concern. My concern was it being your favorite. No. Okay, awesome. So okay. then following this is Nihilist Blues.
1: Here's Okay, Nihilus Blues, and this is where we start getting getting conversations. Featuring uh, Grimes. Featuring Grimes. This is where I really started being like, okay, this is going to be a Mm trip. First time I heard Nihilus Blues, I was like, what the hell am I listening to? This sounds like an EDM remix of something that could be a good Bring Me The Horizon song. Yeah. Then I was listening to it again today. And out of nowhere, I really liked it.
0: Interesting. Um... It, it, I personally, when I heard this, I thought this would be a good single.
1: See, I think I think it was a bad. It would be a bad idea for a single. I think it was when I first heard it. I thought it was a bad idea to drop this the day before the album came out.
0: Yeah, no, that was very weird. Because since when is that a thing? No it band was does that ever. Risky. But to that some degree, I think they kind of did that purposely so people would brush over it. I feel like they knew this was a risky song and they wanted people to be like
1: maybe okay we're gonna I brush over know, this they gave it a music they gave it a music video i know i don't... I enjoyed the dark techno-ness to it yeah it, it, it had like a weird like matrix feel to it and then i kind of like could only relate it only related to like creepy 21 pilots uh, really
0: creepy really, like really creepy, really creepy yeah creepy
1: like emphasis on creepy capital creepy 21
0: pilots weird yeah i would i would go as far as to say that it was definitely the most experimental feeling song like sure. genuine song i mean i know yeah i like, don't skip ahead too far but we do have another like there's a few like instrumental interludes and
1: instrumentals yeah, yeah.
0: but for a full-on song i think uh, it was definitely one of the most risky releases and singles that they anyone can ever drop yeah.
1: i love the rhymes on this
0: I didn't think I would yeah. but
1: I love Grimes on this.
0: That's another point. People have to realize that that's a feature on the song and you have to take that music genre for what it is. Yeah. Know, how, like what do you expect when you take Bring Me The Horizon and you take someone who's like a full-blown EDM artist. Yeah. You know like what are you you're, why do people why do people see this and be like oh my god this is nothing like the old like what are you expecting? It shouldn't be a shock. It shouldn't be a shock at all. If no. it was like Bring Me The Horizon featuring um, I don't know, fucking give me a screamer, any screamer. Well, Danny Filth. Yeah, there you go. That I expect to be heavier. Yeah. And I think we all got what we wanted. Exactly. But if you're featuring Grimes, like why do you expect all of a sudden a song like Sleepwalking yeah, like, to pop course. out of nowhere? It's not
1: going to happen. What I really liked about Nihilist Blues, I think it kind of, it's weird. We keep saying these set, this set the tone, then this set the tone, then this set the tone, because the tone's all over the place. But what I like about this, that it is a weird song. There's no pattern. It's not your normal verse, chorus, verse, chorus. It's yeah. kind of all over the place. And I really enjoyed it about that.
0: Totally. And I got that from it. And back to your point where you're just saying how it kind of set the tone. I think this was a good example of the album.
1: If you go back to track one, um, I apologize if you feel something. It was kind of like, yeah, there's going to be some electronics on there. And it's whatever. And then Mantra comes. And it's like, don't forget, we're heavy. And then Nihilist Blues comes in. And it's like, all right. And we're all so weird now.
0: Yeah. And it's like a back and forth. And I think this was perfectly placed right after Mantra. Yeah. I, um, I think so Definitely not my favorite song on the album Honestly but... if
1: we're being completely honest It's my least favorite on the album
0: Oh yeah no I would say the same exact thing um, I hated like, it for a really long time were... Yeah I don't know why There was such like a high expectation with this song For it to be metal I yeah. don't know why there's still a high expectation for For Bring Me There to be metal any of these songs to be fucking metal? I yeah, think
1: it's just not happening.
0: I don't want to offend people in town, so like blunt, but I think you're an idiot if you expect *Framing the Horizon* to drop a metal song anytime soon. Yeah, I feel like this day they drop a metal song, it's because they're simply looking for money. Exactly. They're simply doing it because for their fans, not because they want to write it.
1: Without a doubt. In the dark, this is where I got it. This is where I got really interested. Like, can we r- agree right
0: initially? Best song in the album. Yep. Perfect.
1: Cool. This is where I was like, holy shit, okay, I'm in for a ride. Bring Me The Horizon can literally write the best pop song ever.
0: And they did.
1: <laughs> it's so good. I love, n- musically, I'm in love with it. I, I just love how it like it builds up and it gets, it, it almost as if it's going to get heavy. And then it drops and it's like that super simple slidey guitar um, pr- and I fucking love that so much. And then you have like, a little bit of like soft electronics, but not like hardcore EDM where dubstep hits.
0: Yep. it's really just calm. This was such a good song, like uh, such a good release, or like such a good listen for people who really like Medicine. Yeah, I think this was like I'm not saying they're exact same song, but musically and sonically they're kind of they're up to par with each other. And I think that's why I love this song because I really fell in love with Medicine, and then to hear In the Dark, I was like okay, I'm definitely on board with this. Literally yeah. instantly, I was like, I'm on board with this. This
1: may be the best song they've ever written.
0: That's ballsy, but I would agree with it as well.
1: It's it's just so well put together, and I'm not disregarding anything they've done in the past. I'm a diehard fan of what, fan of what they've done in the past. But this is just so well put together. The lyrics, too. Don't swear to God he never asked you. Oh, man, you know, I heard that. not his I was like, heart barred. you stabbed or whatever it goes on to uh, yeah. say. The pre-chorus is just so good. It's so... It's got, like, these little pop feels to it, but then it gets really punchy, and then it just gets chill again.
0: And I think this is one of those songs, maybe, yeah, you're not liking the new wave Bring Me, but I don't know how you wouldn't like this song. I don't care
1: who you are, you can't deny that this is one of the best-written songs of all time.
0: Yeah, and it's a good song, and I don't think... That still bugs me that, again, people are expecting metal, but, like, I'm okay. This is the first song that I heard. Not the first song that I heard. But, like, this is sort of solidified that I'm kind of like, okay, I'm all for this new new wave of, new age yeah, to bring me. Exactly. This sort of, like, grounded me.
1: Yeah, and it totally just, it, it blew it blew me away. I was so surprised how much I like that song. And still, I can listen to the song a thousand times over. Weirdly yeah, I wonder if enough, they, though, they're going to play it live. I hope they do. I really hope they do. Weirdly enough, though, then they go into Wonderful Life, which is probably like, the heaviest song in the album. Yeah. And it's crazy because, like, it made me, it really, like, polarized me. And this is because in the dark, I was like, wow, this is great. This is cool. And then they get they get heavy again with Wonderful Life. And then I got nostalgic. And I got kind of sad. And I'm like, I forgot how good this song is. And this is so good. He's, mm-hmm. It's just, this is a metal song. And I'm like, it was like, I like this. But I also like this, and then you realize it's the same band doing both and doing both on the same album and doing it really well. And it just shows you they can do whatever they want.
0: Exactly. Um, Wonderful Life. I feel like whenever we talked about the three singles that originally announced, we yeah. always kind of wrote Wonderful Life like underneath those two. It's still a fucking excellent song. Dude,
1: it's grown on me.
0: Yeah, it's one of the I, it's one of the better songs on the album. Definitely. It's in my top um, three at this point really yeah sure that's awesome but um it's definitely amazing and it's again this falls back to the idea of this album jumps around a lot and i think go- circling back to wonderful life yeah and i can't tell originally when i was going through the track listing and i skimmed through the album i was like okay this is written like a pop album as in you can't really listen to it front to back yep. considering it jumps around so much you can not, rather than flowing all the way through, but then to go from mantra and like the two like electronic song and the soft song and then this and then ouch in the this meta- is
1: what I'm saying: it does such a good job at flowing, like yeah, you have like a really chill song and then it goes into a really heavy song featuring Danny Filth, and it works. And it just realistically shouldn't. I think where it works is that they're writing a lot of heavy songs but with a pop oriented feel, and that's why it works. They're writing yeah. catchy music somewhere along the line they cracked the code. I think I mean if you look at their last three albums, Sep brought them to new heights. They killed it. And then Happy Song came out and they're like, "All right, we know what we're doing." And then now they have or not Happy Song, That's the, That's spirit, the spirit came out and they're like, "Yeah, we know what we're doing." And then they drop Ammo and they're going, "Okay, we we're writing music we want to write, but we also we're writing music that we know is going to be successful."
0: Mhm. And this was definitely one of those tracks. I think to me, if I had to relate this to the other, like that's the spirit. Yeah, I would relate this to something like Throne. Honestly, it oh, sort of weird. has like it sort of has. It's not the same song by any means at all, but it's supposed to sort of give you that same heaviness that Throne was supposed to like compensate for. Yeah, you know, and I feel like that was the song. The song was like to compensate for those metalhead fans who think Bring Me the Horizon is a metal band for whatever yeah. reason.
1: Exactly. I mean, they're still a metal <laughs> band, but they're also a band that can do other things, and they're proving that.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: The next song is Ouch. It's another just, like, huge genre drum. It's an, it's a lo-fi, like, EDM instrumental. It kind of just moves you along again. You know, it's like, alright, there was the heavy song, now let's take a breath, let's just listen to something chill, and now we're gonna go into the next song, which was Medicine.
0: Which I still, my second favorite song in the album, still.
1: Yeah, I know you like that one a lot.
0: Uh first being in the dark, obviously, but Medicine is still, I think, is such a strong song.
1: And that was a song where everyone's like, Oh, yep, they're a pop band now. But it's like you don't even know it was coming. You, after yeah, that. you have yeah, you have you no, had no idea. No clue. Medicine looking back on Medicine, it doesn't it sounds heavier now because of what you know what the rest of the album is Oh, absolutely. Like, in store.
0: absolutely. And I'm not surprised that they still ri- they're writing so hard with the song. Yeah. And I'm not that just shows how well it's doing. Oh, you know, 100%. they're doing like Playing it live for, as we show, like for TV shows, they're still doing so many like sessions. They actually just did a stripped down session with this
1: and yeah. drowned.
0: Yeah, I hate I to divert that. it, but that was like really yeah. interesting. But Medicine is still like one of my favorite songs on this record. Yeah, and... another
1: song we've talked about plenty of times. Yeah, cool. Now moving on because, like I said, we talked about Medicine a thousand times, and we both just love that the song. Yeah, they get heavy again. No, heavy heavy with sugar honey ice and tea
0: great song
1: great song one of the first lines is playing guitar it's over and i was like (laughs) fuck yeah it is man (laughs) in a scene where everyone's like keep the guitars keep the guitars why is everyone dropping guitars bring with the rise. it's like yeah we're using it but it's also you know it's 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 a thing of the past yeah they they just like they they juggle a lot with this. They have that older feel to it, but then they go into that new direction again. He has like those sempiternal screams in the bridge and even like the outro, he screams really heavy again. Yeah, and, is
0: this like is that is this the song that just gets insanely heavy at the end for like ten seconds? Yeah, but
1: they also kinda of muffle his voice, which that kind of pisses yeah. me off. But at the same time it works. It's just, I
0: remember I remember seeing like people talk about this album and they just said why couldn't the album be the last 10 seconds of the song? And, like, <laughs> and for me, to some degree, I think that was like sort of their little jab. That's what they did, the, yeah. That's ex- I feel like that's exactly what this was. At the end, they're like, okay, we're not going to write a heavy song, but fuck you guys. Here's the super heavy bit that you're going to yeah. like, but you can't even listen for more than this 10 is,
1: seconds. This is us saying, yeah, we can still write what you guys want us to be writing, but we can also do it in the sense that we want to do it.
0: Yeah, Exactly.
1: Yeah, great song. Um, this one actually, this one right off the bat, I was totally on board with.
0: Oh no, I ins- yeah. This was initially, I actually clicked shuffle when listening to the album. This is the first one that came on.
1: Oh, you clicked shuffle when listening to the album?
0: Just to, like to skim through it, and just oh. even like the feeling like the first the first Gross. bit, I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> hearing like the first bit, I was like, oh yeah, this is this is solid. This actually got yeah. me excited for the rest of it.
1: Totally. All right, why you gotta kick me when I'm down?
0: fucking love this song
1: the rap intro
0: i love it i'm all for it
1: a1 man it's so good he's straight up up mumble rapping
0: yeah when i first heard i was like this is a little cheesy and then i kept listening to the song and i'm like no this is actually really tough and i'm all for this
1: it's stunning the production this this is when i realized this album is so well produced and the fact that ollie and jordan did the producing themselves
0: is fucking nuts crazy nuts
1: so crazy this is where I was like, Wow, they really they really did it. You know, they have like the line, What doesn't kill me better run like hell, you better run like hell. He hits it's those like high an notes angry like song. The, Ooh, you know what I'm talking about when he gets yeah. he hits those like little subtle high notes. It's just it's honest. It's hey, you know, you know I'm in a bad place right now. Why are you being a dick?
0: Why <laughs> you gotta why can't you support me? For lack of a better word, the back of the letter turn, but yeah. It's like I don't know. I'm stuck between these two songs being my favorite songs. Which ones? In the Dark and um, Why You Gotta Kick Me When I'm Down.
1: Yeah, Why You Gotta Kick Me When I'm Down is just crazy.
0: I think it's so... There's not even... I don't want to say it's angry, but there's something that's so just like, fuck you about it that I love.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is angry, though. And it's hurt, though, too. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Like, it's it's so honest. That's a lot of this album, though. A lot of this album is brutally honest.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. It's you know it's ollie being like he went through some shit the last couple of years and mm-hmm. this is the outlet
0: yeah and i'm all for it and i think we got no shortage of that
1: oh without a doubt again we go we go into fresh bruise fresh bruises it's just another interlude again and i don't say just another interlude as in if it doesn't matter it's still really well produced it's fun it's done well it just doesn't do anything it, it doesn't it's a, one, yeah, it's a transition song it yeah it's transition my one gripe with this album is there's a little bit too many of these instrumental things yeah i'm not I think saying that was it's their bad way thing.
0: of sort of making it a quote-unquote album yeah you know because i feel like no one does that anymore <laughs> no nah, unfortunately sure. but like you look at like a band like chiodos they had interludes all over the place
1: yeah but they were like attached to the songs
0: that's true i don't know it's i I'm sort of like trying to let, like, that's, I think that's the point of it, though. They sort of wanted to transition to the next song. Yeah, 100%. So you listen to it like an album. Definitely, definitely.
1: All right, cool. Goes into Mother Tongue, the song that pissed everybody off. We touched we lightly touched it on the last um, podcast. I don't even remember what we said about it, to be honest with you. But this is the song that says, bring me the horizon. They can, if they really wanted to, I think they could they could kind of shove this into top 40 radio. Absolutely. Easily alternative. If like, if Bring Me said, Hey, you know what? We've been killing it on rock. Let's try to hop on alternative. I think this is the song they would push and they can even, if this does really well, you can really, really push this into top 40. You could try anyway.
0: No, I totally got that. I would say it was weird going from, from all those other songs to, mother tongue and then the other ones considering in my opinion i think while mother tongue is a good sh- like song definitely wasn't my favorite
1: at first it wasn't for me but it's very much growing
0: i think the last 3 songs in general were i don't want to say the weakest as if it was bad
1: but wait you mean they last were, as in like 11 12 13 or last as 11 in like 12 the 13 30. really okay
0: i think if you, you section it off by, like, the, uh, the the interludes and everything, it it this last little section was not as strong as the rest of the album, in my opinion.
1: Okay, because I, I disagree. I think Mother Tongue's, like, beautiful.
0: Oh, I'm not taking anything away from this. I'm not taking it shit, but I would not go to say... And if someone was like, hey, what song should I listen to off this album? I think Mother Tongue is not something I'm going to tell them to listen to.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't you know, know,
0: I feel like there's just so many other better songs on the album.
1: Yeah, but I'm not... I, I I hold Mother Tongue pretty high on this list. Really? To be honest, yeah.
0: Wow. We're not on the same page with that.
1: No. um, I didn't think we were going to be.
0: That makes sense. I don't know. It's still not my favorite song. I don't know why I can't really get on board with it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I guess I was expecting more from it being a single, but also they released five singles, so I don't know. Yeah, I got four you. Four singles. That's awesome, but I don't know. Cool. All I'll right. try. I'll give it another go.
1: Cool. All right. Well, next song is heavy metal, and this is the this this is the we know exactly what we're doing. So I, we I keep I feel like I keep saying this, but this is the song. You know, the, the lyric goes, you know, kid in the kid on the gram saying this ain't heavy metal. It's just kind of like yeah, we know it. Stop saying it. And you know, we're confident in what we're going to, but it still hurts when we have people talking shit about everything we do. 'Cause they've yeah. been getting they got shit for the entirety of um That's the Spirit. People weren't happy with that album.
0: Yet everyone's like, This this album sucks, I'm gonna go back to That's the Spirit. It's like you guys you guys don't know what the hell you want. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, you don't understand what you want. I love so I had no idea who Rozelle was and doing mm-hmm. more research, that like eight oh eight kind of like drumming that's mm-hmm. him that's Rozell. that's him beatboxing he's beatboxing this entire song
0: oh shit i didn't even know that was a th- and once that's... you
1: figure out it's him beatboxing you can hear him beatboxing
0: wow i can't look at the song the same now Matt. what the it's, fuck that blew my mind man, just fantastic. now
1: fantastic it blew my mind i love the beatboxing
0: fuck that's yeah. i did not know that yeah man wow that's crazy you know, I can't listen to the song the same now. And when Shit. they go
1: into like that ED or like that, like bass drop kind of thing, he's still beatboxing and they gotta, it's so cool. I think that was such mm-hmm. a genius idea. That was Jordan Fish's idea to bring him in and be like, hey, beatbox on this song for us. Wow. Talk about just innovation.
0: That's crazy. Yeah.
1: You know, the last time we saw beatboxing in the scene was the intro to Call Out. <laughs>
0: That's so true, and it was nowhere near as yeah, good. Yeah, that was as- just some <laughs>
1: boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like this guy's going hard. Oh,
0: yeah, wow, that took some talent, Jesus.
1: Yeah, I think heavy metal is crazy. I think it's very, you could say, metacore. Um That <laughs> <not> metal, meta, <laughs> meta. It knows what it's doing. It's a very smart song. It's very, it's them just acknowledging, like you know, this is the second to last song on the album this is what you listen to and now you're going to listen to this album and now you're going to tweet at us and say hey this isn't metal this isn't you guys you know you guys suck you you want to pretend like it never happened they're not pretending they don't they didn't do it they're just progressing and growing
0: exactly and I think people need to understand the fine line I'm still not I'm still bothered by the fact that like I don't know I was going to relate it to like, the Danny Warsnop thing when he commented about not playing um whatever the fuck song.
1: Not the American Average.
0: Yeah. I feel like p- no one gave him shit for that, but that was his way of saying, I don't like this song. Realistically, people don't realize that's his way of saying, I don't like this song, and I would understand him for getting shit for that because that's annoying. That's yeah. like That sucks. That's like one of the all-time favorite songs. Not at any point has Bring Me the Horizon been like, wow, fuck this song. I hate it. I don't want to i don't want to play it anymore and no they totally they embrace get shit it as if, they get treated as if they've done that
1: that's the thing i think bring me the rise in they just they're, they're just getting the shit on the stick
0: i don't know why i don't know why and i think this is a perfect song to sort of give them anyone the middle finger for that yeah not even i don't even think it's intention. it's intentions to be like we understand you don't like it but you're still listening you've made it to track 12 so yeah so you you do like it,
1: but you're going to yeah, say it's not. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like please stop. Yeah. I'm not screaming it. And then he ends up screaming and totally killing it.
0: Exactly.
1: Last song on the album, um, I don't know what to say. And it Neither started with I. the strings. I knew you were going to say that. It started <laughs> with the strings and the acoustic guitar, and I think it was such a great way to just mellowly end this album. It really when you just look at it, like the pacing of this album was so perfect, you know? you have, like, this weird, o- like, overture that's kind of chill, then it goes into Mantra, and it's heavy, and it's crazy, then Nihilus Blues gets calm again, and then into the, or in the dark is, like, it picks up in a way, but not super crazy, and then it really peaks at Wonderful yep. Life, and then it goes down to Ouch, and, like, Medicine brings it up, and Sugar Honey Iced Tea, iced tea brings it up again, and Why you Gotta Kick Me When I'm Down kind of goes down, but stays pretty solid, Fresh Bruises brings it down again, Mother Tongue, like, rides a wave heavy metal shoots up and then i don't know what to say brings you back down and you're finally Um, done with the album and you're relaxed and it's just like late night driving music
0: yeah it was like one of my favorite album closers um i put it up to like trophy eyes like when they had that album from the last album it was it completely sealed the deal like this is what we are it sort of felt like a thank you for listening and like this is our last this is our last sort of push and the album yeah. and i thought this had that same effect on me i listened to this and i was like fuck this and is it's like so a heavy
1: life. do you know what the song's about no it's about his friend who is diagnosed with cancer
0: jesus it, it's Murphy. about
1: that moment where like the doctor says listen i have cancer and you just don't know or you have cancer and you just don't know what to say like you don't know what to do you can't say oh it's going to be better because you don't know
0: and i think that's such a good way like musically i think it's a good way to end the song but i think to have still have that head like to reserve that heaviness is really awesome yeah that sort of like emotional state is awesome
1: no yeah i think where this album lacks in heavy music which it doesn't totally you know not at all it's obviously not as heavy as post bring me the, or like prior bring me the horizon albums but i think lyrically and contextually it's a little heavier. And not in the sense that they haven't, like, talked about really heavy topics in the past. They just haven't... Like, in the past, yeah, they've had heavy topics. and But at the same time, they're, like, more for the sake of being heavy. You know what I mean? Which, yeah. with this, it's really not for the sake of being heavy. It's just him talking about what he's been up to and what's going yeah, on. Yeah, there's this,
0: there's this vulnerability and honesty. Yeah, which I think I, is really new. I think if people like, get off their fucking high horse and understand that, oh, they're, this isn't a Suicide Season album, once they get over that and then they actually lyrically go through it, musically go through it, they're like, holy shit, this album is, I hate to, this sounds cheesy, but heavy in its own regard.
1: Yeah, I mean, you really, you know, you really got to look back at what they've done. and They've always been solid songwriters, but this is a whole new level of songwriting. This is a whole new level of being able to, blend genre and try something new and not completely ignore what you've done in the past, but also write stuff that
0: is meaningful and realistically not fuck up that process.
1: Yeah. Cause this is a huge deal. This is yeah. a lot of bands who could do this and totally screw it up and totally
0: fuck it up and crash burn burners. As a result of it. But then you listen to that's the spirit and that was a perfect segue into what this album became. Oh, I for think sure. perf- uh, that's the spirit was like, the tip of the iceberg. Without and yeah. then ammo drops. and this is like their full potential with this new sound and what they're able what they're able. Able. <laughs> what they're able, What they're capable and able to do. Yeah. You know, and I think people need to realize that this is was long forbidding to happen.
1: I think it was just such a smart move. It was so brave, first of all, because you know people are gonna be pissed off. But mm-hmm. they did it so perfectly. There's bands who've tried to make the transition and have gotten more shit and have, you know, I rode for that new L P that last L P album. Lincoln Park did yeah. a good job. But they didn't even do it as well as Bring Me did. I'm not saying Bring Me went as pop as Lincoln Park did, but Bring Me had moments that they could have. And they did a really good job at just easing into it, but also not being afraid of it either. They weren't like touching upon and, and then pulling back because eh, you know, this might not be extremely happy for a lot of people. They mm-hmm. did what they felt was right and I think they killed it. They did such a good job.
0: My thing is like, people don't realize this is the smoothest transition into the sound that they could have made without, without just doubt. taking an album and then just flipping the coin immediately.
1: Exactly. They didn't alienate their fan base. I think they did it in such a smart way.
0: It was so progressive and I don't know. It still bums me that people are hating on this album just for the sake of it not being a metal album. Yeah. Yeah. It's now, like, well, why are you expecting that still? I don't get it. I don't get it. Why are you still expecting that after That's a spear? That shit came out in 2015. That's
1: crazy how long ago that was.
0: Yeah. Why are you expecting a metal album? They haven't written a metal album in four years. Yeah. Why are you expecting that?
1: What? My favorite part about this, really, is I think Bring you the Horizon opened the door for what could potentially really benefit and change this scene. Yeah. So now, Look at look at like how bands have been reacting to this. I have not seen one bad comment from a band about this. Kellen Quinn, Kellen Quinn, said, "Hey, this is fantastic." Franz has been sucking its dick. He's po- like, bring where Ali like posted a picture. He's like, "Oh, what you know? What's your favorite song from um, the album?" And Franz was like, "Oh yeah, this is my favorite song with like a black heart."
0: Yeah, He's, like a fan girl would. It. I'm like, why does Every quote-unquote fan hate on it, but then everyone the else... Is are like,
1: no, this is something good. Because Bring Me did what every band wants to do, but can't or is afraid to do.
0: Yeah, and on top of doing it, did it well. Yeah. And I think this sets up maybe... I don't say this like this... How am I going to say this? To some degree, I hope this encourages bands yeah. to change their sound if they want to and not be afraid of that.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm hoping for, too. Now... You know, and you see, like I said, you see bands doing it. Kellen Quinn literally said, Can we just stop and appreciate how good and he's added Oliver or Ollie at singing? It's amazing to see how far you've come, my friend. You really shine on this new album. Can't wait to jam ammo all the way through. Ben Bruce really enjoyed the new Bring Me album. Some awesome song some awesome rock songs and a bunch of other great songs that sound like a band that's not afraid to explore other paths. Good on you, lads. And then you got Telly Smith <laughs> from <laughs> who I say that in a way like, oh, he disagreed. No. Telly Smith kind of took it on a holier-than-thou route, but it's a really long thing. He starts off, he's like, I told you genres are dead. Hopefully now everybody can shut the fuck up and like what you want. Bring on the musical revolution where your favorite band can be a hit shuffle playlist of every mood and emotion. People asked how streaming would impact music most. This is it. You know, he's talking about music sales and stuff like that. He's talking about how bands are doing things and how you should be letting bands do it. My thing is, yeah, take Bring Me as an example and let them like push you into the comfort zone of just trying something new. Mm-hmm. But make sure if you're gonna try something new and completely like like change your sound, do it well.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. And you no, know,
1: I don't want to see. I don't want to see the word alive and. Sleeping with Sirens drop pop albums next year.
0: I feel like Sleeping with Sirens is on the brink of that.
1: No, they're they're going heavy
0: again. Heavy again? Oh God! Supposedly. Um, let's not even get started on them. But <laughs> I know. I think they sh- they are a good example, and I guess this is why they are like the they're on the Sony record label.
1: Um, <laughs> is it Sony or was it Warner Brothers? No, I'm pretty sure it's no, Warner Brothers. it's Sony.
0: It's Sony Music I'm Limited. Almost Sony positive it's, it's Warner Brothers.
1: It says Sony Music Entertainment. I guess I I don't know. I feel like it's Warner Brothers, but continue. It says it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh Bring me. I I was talking about um Sleeping with oh, Sirens. Oh sleeping with Sirens? Yeah, bring me Sony.
0: Oh yeah. But like that's like there's a reason why there's such a label, one of the biggest labels in the world. And it's not by accident and they're leading by example and writing a good album front to back. I exactly. don't exactly I get what Telly is saying. He's like that out the scene is dead to some degree well genre is dead genre is dead which to yeah. some degree yes but at the same time don't don't go away with this because bring me the horizon are still keeping that sort of there's genre roots into the yeah. music so i wouldn't get carried away with that whole idea itself
1: yeah it's like know where you came from but also you can progress and i think that's good i think bands need to see this now who brought up a good point And you're going to disagree with me on this.
0: Okay.
1: Someone tweeted, name a more diverse um, discography than Bring Me Horizon. And Ronnie Radke is not wrong to say, hey, I've done some really different things. Not on the scale that Bring Me has done. (laughs) But you do have to admit, we can't pretend like Falling in Reverse hasn't drastically changed their sound multiple times. Obviously not in the way that Bring Me does. Bring Me did it in a huge scale. But it's almost like, all right, you know, we're 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 kind of counting a, a whole band out.
0: We are, and I'll give you that. But one band definitely did it way fucking better than the yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Um, Ronnie Radke needs to realize he can't rap, and no matter <laughs> how many times people play that stupid rap song for me, whatever falling reverse song that is, that song <laughs> is complete ass. Part three is coming out soon. Re- it's awful. So. That's definitely true, but I wouldn't go as far as to say that they did it good. Yeah, <laughs> they did just, it. They did it enough, well enough. They forced it enough where the fans got used to it. <laughs> I feel like Bring Me the Horizon did it in such a different way.
1: I mean, Bring Me the Horizon, I think, have a long road ahead of them. But yeah, this I feel like this is, is
0: such a new start of a new career, really.
1: And I'm so excited for it, man.
0: Like we thought this was like the biggest they'll be, they're definitely, they can only grow from here.
1: It's just such a. It. i I'm just so excited to see what they do next already. Like, I yeah. already want to know what the next album's going to be.
0: Exactly. I'm so curious as to, I'm curious what the B-sides for this was.
1: Bring Me has started something that's going to completely change the scene.
0: And I think it slowly is already doing so. Or yes. in a scene that was already making a huge transition, they let it be known that it's possible to take an even further, bigger step.
1: More and more bands are really changing it up. You know, Emma Rosa is dropping an 80s pop album.
0: Yeah, Don Broco,
1: you know, we talked about Don Broco. They're doing things that most small bands would be afraid to do.
0: Exactly. So Bring
1: Me, on a bigger scale, are just killing it.
0: Which no one was expecting. Or I think people were expecting, but I don't think anyone was expecting for it to go so well. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I'm so curious to see what their album sales are like.
1: I'm really interested to see how well this does. I really want this to, like, debut number one. Because I think it can. Right? Out. What That'd else came awesome. out this week that could really go up against it?
0: Um, Music? I don't know. Nothing, Nothing. really. I don't think yeah. anything
1: else dropped. This is, a per- this is the perfect time. I think they actually moved it back because I feel like something came out last week that was kind of big. There's no reason this can't this can't jump to number one this is gonna be a big album for them
0: it yeah and i'm so excited for the people that do like it they ride for it hard yeah and for those who hate it um it'll it like,
1: grow on them i think it'll grow on them because like i said i've been super honest in the past i did not like that's the spirit when it first came out and now i will listen to it front to back randomly.
0: exactly and uh, i don't know it's just gonna take time people yeah, will it. like it you, maybe if you don't like the whole thing, you're going to find one or two or three songs that you're going to be like, oh, this is great.
1: Yeah. And
0: that's the realistic part of it. So
1: give me your top three. I kind of have an idea of what it is already, but...
0: Top three, like my favorite songs?
1: Let me guess. huh? Let me guess. So okay. In the Dark, uh, Medicine, and then Wonderful Life. No. No.
0: You got the first two. Okay. What's number three? So... Number three was is definitely going to be why you got to kick me when I'm down.
1: All right. Dope. Okay. I can see yeah. that. Sure.
0: You want to go uh, ahead and guess mine? Yeah. In the dark. Yep. Because we agreed on that mantra. Yep. And sugar, honey, iced, and tea. Iced and tea.
1: Okay. I kind of have a tie for number three. Okay. Number th- Yeah. You were right for the first two. My tie for number three would have been Wonderful Life and Sugar, Honey, Iced
0: Tea. Oh, shit. Wow, that song The Wonderful Life really is getting to you.
1: I love that. I I just like the whole beginning. The he's like talking and like kind of just whining into the mic, like Yeah, Yeah. I I, I'm I'm getting really fucking old. Yeah, it's (laughs) like really
0: sad in actual reality. Yeah, and
1: then it just gets like, ow.
0: And it's like Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Wow. So where are you rating this? Let me ask you that. Where are you putting this album so far?
1: All right. Here's the thing. The songs I like, I just am obsessed with. And that's just about every song on this album. The mm-hmm. only song, excluding the... I hate to call them filler because they're not. I think they do do service to the album and they're good interludes. But they also feel like filler at some points. But they also are good service. Yeah. Excluding those, I don't like Nihilus Blues too much.
0: Okay.
1: I don't hate it but it's not a strong I, i'm getting used to it i'm i'm starting to it's growing on me it's just hard for me to like it All right, having said fair. that everything else is perfectly written it's produced fantastically the pace the tone everything is so well done you can't deny that this is a game changer of an album i don't think anything in this scene has come out in the last 10 years that has done oh, 10 years is kind of hard to say in the last 5 years that there has changed this scene like this album will this is a
0: 9.5. Um, so this is where we're going to disagree. Uh I'm going to one up you and say 9.75. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, holy shit, he's going to give it a seven.
0: <laughs> no, I think he's going to do is, it. <laughs> I think this album is borderline perfect. Um, I totally agree with you with uh, Nihilus Blues. I feel like that could have definitely been a single, like that could have came out after, after, or even way before any of this. I feel like this could be a standalone song. I feel like it, it just is doesn't. though. It is
1: a single, kind of.
0: I I feel like it's sh- as much as it fits in the album. It's so just not a good song that I yeah. think it would have been better left alone and as like a project featuring Grimes and like having it. Oh, it' to be so like a Lucy. Such yeah yeah there you
1: go okay that makes more sense now i understand what you're talking about
0: you know as like a major project i was like oh we're working with grimes this is such cool thing and like all like promoting for that other than that there's not a i don't think there's any other bad songs i think the interludes serve as as they will the interludes they break up the album into sections really like three different sections and yeah i think it's a great closing front and i don't know 9.75 definitely
1: I'm so happy I like this album because I totally forgot when pre-orders were up I pre-ordered a signed copy
0: did you really yeah oh my god I really wanted one of those like the uh oh the lockets yeah Yeah, I thought those were really cool but then I was like I don't want to get bullied in public
1: (laughs) (laughs) we already laugh at you behind your back
0: exactly I'm like so that would just make it worse
1: all right well the entire scene has sucked bring me the horizon's dick and now we are part of that
0: exactly and And i'm proud of it yeah Yeah. i almost made a really not okay joke
1: good don't do that (laughs) all right that is our track by track full introspective review of bring the horizon's ammo i hope you enjoyed that and i hope you enjoyed the podcast Thank you for listening. I know this was a long one, but I think a lot had to get said, and I think a lot did get said. That was necessary.
0: There was so much to cover, and there were so many other albums that were released, but these were the ones that definitely made headlines.
1: For sure. Again, thank you for listening. Uh, Obviously, you can subscribe and rate us. That would be so cool. If you can just shoot us a five-star rating, I would very greatly appreciate that. Share us with your friends, the whole nine yards. Follow us on social media. Get the word out. That'd be awesome. We do have t-shirts for sale. And if you go check our Twitter, when I do post this, we got a small amount of stickers in. We will give away three people who retweet, we'll pick at random, and we'll give you a sticker.
0: That's fair. I like that. You should run that by me, but I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, I just came up with it. (laughs) Cool.
0: So, yeah, hell yeah. That's awesome. awesome. They're really cool. They came out great.
1: They did. I'll post a picture when the time comes. Again, thank you for listening. I'm Matt Berenson.
0: I'm John Titus. This has
1: been Seen It All Before. Again, just do all those things I asked you, and that'd be super tight. (laughs) See you next week.
0: Peace.